0: At least 80% of your success as a high-ticket coach has to do with your inner psychology and your energy. You're listening to Quantum Leap Your Coaching Sales, the podcast for high-ticket coaches who want to fill their programs with ideal clients. I'm Mariel Diaz, your host. You already have everything you need to succeed inside of you, and right now I'm going to show you the way. Hey there. Welcome back to the show. In this episode, we're going to be talking about three simple mindset practices that you can do every single day that are going to help you to increase your enrollment rate. So although I do teach very specific sales strategies and techniques, they are all contingent upon having a rock solid mindset and being in alignment in your own personal energy. So the focus of this episode is going to be getting into harnessing the power of your mind through using these three simple practices. So we're just going to go ahead and dive right on in. One of the things that my clients say to me quite frequently is that they feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically stronger than they ever have in their entire lives. This is due to the fact that I spend quite a bit of time with my clients, helping them create Mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. These practices that I'm going to share with you here today are the core foundation of the mindset practices that I teach my clients and that I ask them to use on a daily basis. So, the first foundational mindset practice is something that I call the PAD journal, like a pad of paper. The P stands for process, the A stands for align, and the D stands for dream. The pad journal. The inspiration for this journaling exercise actually comes from a really lovely book by Julia Cameron called The Artist's Way. And in this book, Julia Cameron talks about doing a concept called morning pages, where you wake up in the morning and the first thing that you do is you write for three pages. So, this exercise that I've created is not the same as morning pages. I just want to share that inspiration with you in case you're familiar with the concept of morning pages. And if you're not, it's no big deal. I'm going to give you everything you need right here. So basically, the concept is this. You wake up in the morning and you do your morning journaling in the early part of your morning, as early as you can. So before you check your email, before you check your Facebook group, before you start doing a million and one other things, you get out your journal, pen and paper, right? So kinesthetic processing is very important for this. If you do it on the computer, you're not going to get the same benefit. So it's very important to do this pen to paper. And what you do is for the first page, you process, you vent, you dump the emotional trash. If there's trash in your mind, when you wake up in the morning, negative feelings, still upset about something that happened yesterday, worried about something that might happen later. Page one, You vent, you dump the trash. Anything that you need to get out of your brain goes onto the piece of paper. You don't need to write in paragraphs, you don't even need to write in sentences, bullet points, fragments, drawings, anything will do. Whatever you need to do to get all of the garbage out of your mind. Now, you can also use this process page to capture dreams. Right, so I am a big advocate of keeping a dream journal. So that's also another alternative way. If you wake up and you're in a great mood, there isn't any trash to dump, so to speak, then you can write about how you're feeling that morning. Pay attention to your senses. You can do some mindfulness. Notice what you're observing through the five senses. Or if you remember your dreams, you can use page one, the process component, to write down what you remember about your dreams and to process those. Page two of the pad journal is to align. So this is where we use a framework to align with creating what we wish to create that day. Okay, so the first step is to write down your wins from the previous day. When you write these wins down, it's important to be very specific and to look for what I call the micro wins. So you want to remember that creating big changes is the result of taking small actions consistently over time. I'm going to say that again because it's important. Creating big change is the result of taking small actions consistently over time. Okay, so what you want to do is condition your mind to notice the positive. We have what we call in psychology the negativity bias in the mind. And what that means is from an evolutionary standpoint, your brain is hardwired to notice the negative first, conditioning yourself to write down not only the wins, but more importantly, the micro wins, the wins that are so small that you want to dismiss them as even being wins. What this does is it conditions your mind to start noticing more of the positive. Over time, this shrinks the negativity bias, which will then help you to effortlessly notice the positive. This will give you a boost in mood, a boost in frequency. So many of my clients, when they come to me, they want to write down big wins, like enrolled a new client. And of course, that's cause for celebration. And when that happens, you can absolutely write that on your list. But what I'm much more interested in are the teeny tiny wins, right? Being able to shift yourself out of a pattern of negative thinking, being able to ask somebody for help if you need help with something, being able to receive a gesture of kindness from someone. So I want you to be in the practice of looking for the micro wins. If this is a new concept to you, jotting down your wins, I'm going to recommend that you do it throughout the day as you're getting started. Otherwise, what happens is it can be hard to remember them from the day before. Okay, so part one of page two, line, is to capture your wins, focusing on the micro wins. The next part is to write a list of what you're grateful for but I want you to do this in a very particular way. Okay? So what I want you to do is be very specific about what you're grateful for. And as you're bringing what you're grateful for into your mind's eye and writing it on the page, I want you to feel the feelings of gratitude. I want you to feel any other emotions that arise. This exercise really only works if you do it with presence and with intention. It does you no good to go through the motions and just write down a list of things that you're grateful for. There's no benefit. You may as well go do something else. So with this it's very, very important to bring intention to it, bring focus, bring presence to it. There are many, many things that we take for granted on a daily basis. Anybody who's ever had a physical injury knows what I'm talking about. Okay. So when you have a physical injury, all of the sudden You take movement in a totally different way, right? You have a different mindset, different attitude about it. It used to be that you would just get up and walk around effortlessly. If you have a back injury or a leg injury or a foot injury, all of a sudden it becomes much more difficult to move around. It's only by contrast of having something taken away that we appreciate it. We want to condition ourselves to live in the vibrational frequency of gratitude by noticing the little things. So for example, rather than saying, I'm grateful for my clients, which of course, it's wonderful to be grateful for your clients. It's much more effective to write down something specific. I'm so grateful that this particular client said or did this particular thing. Okay, so I want you to get into the habit of feeling very, very intensely as you are writing specifically what you're grateful for. What this is going to do is it's going to shift your vibrational frequency while you're doing the journaling exercise. And the third component of page two of the pad journal is to write out a list of three to five affirmations. So affirmations are positive statements to yourself about yourself. This is a topic that we're going to do future episodes on. I'm going to dive deep into affirmations and deep into how to get them to work for you. But what I want you to know for right now is that when affirmations are too big of a stretch, they can actually create something called cognitive dissonance, which then basically puts you back at square one and creates resistance in your brain, causing you to double down in old beliefs. So I want you to think of a good affirmation like a good workout. Okay. It gives you a nice, good stretch. It's a stretch of your capacity of your abilities, but you don't stretch so much that you hurt yourself. Okay. So I'm going to share a few affirmations that I really like to work with as an option for you to consider And then I want you to tune into your own intuition, tune into your heart center. And I want you to source some affirmations for yourself from your heart based on what you're working on right now. Okay. So three of the affirmations that I love to work with on a daily basis are I am a powerful creator. I live in a state of overflow of time, energy, love, and money. And the third one that I love to use on a daily basis is my life is a continuous stream of miracles. If any of those affirmations serve you, of course, you're welcome to use them. And I want to encourage you to come up with your own. One little tip that I have for you is you can always put, I'm learning how to at the start of your affirmation. If you need a little bit of wiggle room, to adjust mentally and emotionally to the affirmation. So one of the things I talk about a lot with my clients is the concept of self-love. This is a really important piece of success in business and success in life. Many people, though, find it a little bit triggering to say for their affirmation, I completely love and accept myself. However, if this is a newer concept or somebody's learning how to move into that, learning how to embrace it, saying something along the lines of I'm learning how to fully and completely love and accept myself softens it just a little bit and makes it easier for the brain to work with this concept. So I invite you to use that as a strategy with your affirmations, if it makes them feel a little bit easier for you. And the last part of the pad journal is To dream. Okay. So page three of the pad journal is to dream. This is just uncensored writing where you dream. You basically tell the universe, source, spirit, God, whatever it is that you believe in, what you want to create. There's no rules. It's just totally uncensored stream of consciousness writing onto the page, what it is that you want to create that day, right? You can go as far out as the week or even the month, but since this is a daily practice, It works best used as a tool to intentionally design your day and to dream about your day and to communicate with whatever it is that you believe in, to ask for magic to happen, right? To ask for miracles to happen, to be very clear about your intentions for your day. So here's a quick recap on the PAD journal. Page one, process. This is where you vent, dump the trash, process your dreams. Page two. This is where you align. You write down your wins, your micro wins. You write down what you're grateful for being very specific while activating feelings. And then you write down your list of three to five affirmations. I recommend doing three to five for each category. So three to five wins, three to five things that you're grateful for, and then three to five affirmations. And page three is where you dream. That's where you tell the universe, source, spirit, God, what it is that you want to manifest that day. The second mindset practice that's going to help you to increase your enrollment rate is a simple breathwork practice. It's so simple, it's tempting to dismiss it, but I want you to try it for the next week. This practice is so effective, even though it's quite simple. And the practice is this every day. I want you to spend some time on the inhalation, breathing in, breathing in love and on the exhalation, breathing out fear. There are many different ways that you can make this more complex, but for the purposes of this episode, I want you to stick just to this concept on the in breath, breathe in love on the out breath, breathe out fear. So what you can do is Go outside, go for a walk, feel the warmth of the sun, feel it shining down upon you, and imagine that love is pouring in from above into the crown of your head, filling your entire physical body, your mental body, your emotional body, and your energy body, basically just filling every aspect of your being, okay? And then on the out-breath, you're releasing fear or any kind of negative emotion that you're having, right? So when you exhale, You're sending fear out from the base of your spine, from the soles of your feet, releasing it down into the earth. And you just keep doing this practice on the in-breath, breathe in love, on the out-breath, release fear, on the in-breath, breathe in love, on the out-breath, release fear. This is a wonderful practice to do walking barefoot on the earth. It's a wonderful way to help you release more of the energy. When we walk barefoot on the earth, the acupressure points on the soles of the feet get stimulated and it will actually help you to physically transfer mental and emotional energy that you're holding into the earth. So my favorite way to do this is to walk on the beach. I live in San Diego. I live right by the ocean and I'll go down to the beach go for a beach walk i get the salt air you know if it's warm the ocean is warm i get the warm the water on my feet i feel the sun on me i call in love and then i release fear i release resistance i release anxiety whatever it is that's up for me that day so i'm going to invite you to do the practice this way if that calls to you it will give you an additional layer of benefit I recommend using this simple breathwork practice as a regular part of your mindset routine, as well as a way that you can reset yourself throughout your day when something happens that rattles you, whether it's personally or in your business, you can come home to this very simple breathwork technique, breathing in love, breathing out fear, breathing in what you want more of, breathing out what you'd like to release. So this brings us to the third mindset practice to help you increase your enrollment rate. And this is a tool that I created that I call the triangle. This tool comes from my training as a psychotherapist, and it comes from cognitive behavioral therapy. The purpose of this tool is to shift your thinking. So this tool is another great example of something that seems simple at first glance, However, it's tremendously powerful. This is a tool that I've been teaching for 20 years, and I still use it on pretty much a daily basis. And on a tough day, I use it multiple times daily. So this is a daily tool that I encourage you to use to shift your thinking. So here's how it works. You get out a piece of paper, and at the top, you write situation. And you write down a specific situation that's bothering you. And then underneath that, you draw a triangle on the page. At the top point of the triangle, you write the word thoughts. The bottom right point of the triangle, you write the word feelings. And the bottom left point of the triangle, you write the word actions. So a situation happens. This situation creates what we call in psychology, automatic thoughts. These thoughts then create feelings, and then your feelings either prompt action or inaction. It's important to remember that your thoughts are created by your core beliefs. This is a concept that we'll do a much deeper dive in in another episode. But for right now, what I want you to be aware of is your beliefs create your thoughts your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings create your actions. And this goes round and round and round. Okay. So when a situation happens, that's causing you some distress, you want to write down on a piece of paper. What is the very specific situation? What is the thought or thoughts that you're having in response to that situation? What are the feelings that are created? And then what actions or inaction are you taking in response to those feelings? Most of the clients that I serve have huge hearts. They're really deep, compassionate people. And oftentimes they are most aware of the feeling state first. I myself am that way. If a situation happens, I go first to the feeling, right? So you can start with feeling and then ask yourself the question, what was I thinking in response to this situation? Write down the thought, And then write down just your automatic action or inaction. So the way this tool works is you're going to do it three times. The first time is just your automatic reaction to the situation. The second time is asking yourself the question, what's a healthier way I could think about this? Or what's a more helpful way I could think about this? And you try to get your triangle to a neutral point. Then the third part of this triangle is to stretch from neutral to positive, or at least somewhat positive. So you have version one of the triangle, which is just the automatic negative thought in response to a situation that's troubling you. Then you ask yourself, what's another way I could think about this? A healthier way I could think about this. And you try to get yourself to the point of neutral. And then once you master that from there, you can try to stretch yourself into a more positive thought about the situation. So this is a tool that we will do a full episode on because there's a lot to it. But for right now, I want you to get into the habit of doing at least one triangle per day. Everybody has a situation that happens during the day that causes them at least a small level of stress. So that's what I'm going to invite you to do this with on a daily basis starting today. So to recap, I've given you three powerful mindset practices that you can use to increase your enrollment rate. The first one is the pad journal to be done every morning. The second one is a simple breathwork practice, breathing in love, breathing out fear. And the third mindset practice is to do the triangle and to do at least one triangle every single day if you are willing to start doing these three practices on a daily basis, it's going to make a very significant difference in your thought process, in your inner dialogue, and in your energy. When we shift our thoughts and we shift our energy, performance on sales calls goes way, way up. So these three practices combined together, used on a daily basis, will help you to increase your enrollment rate, help you to make more sales and bring more amazing clients into your program. I hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. To learn more about how to quantum leap your coaching sales, just head on over to marieldiaz.com. I hope you have a great week and see you on the next episode.